What's going on, everybody? And I hope you guys had a great Monday and even better weekend. Um, I know I, this weekend I had work, so I didn't really have that great of a weekend. But I did see some friends. That were just, that was really nice to go see them and be able to hang out for a little bit and just enjoy my time like I like I'm always trying to do. So and I hope you guys did the same. I hope you guys went out, did something productive for yourselves, did something that you enjoy, thoroughly love, just like I always tell you to do before the end of every week. And today's episode, I really want to talk about something that I had learned over the weekend, not necessarily learned, something I knew, but is a continuance that seems to be in my life. And it just relates to, in, I mean, in a sense that like other people are this way and I'm still hearing about it, which is, it bothers me because this is what my podcast is really all about. But I was talking to somebody over the weekend and they talked about how they didn't want to live on their own because they didn't want to be alone and they were afraid to live alone. And you guys, if you guys know me, and if you don't by now, you guys know that that really bothers me and it really hurts and makes me sad when somebody says that they're afraid to be alone and they're afraid to live alone or they're afraid to do literally anything alone. And it, it, it just, it stuck me the whole weekend. I couldn't get out of my head. It didn't make me depressed or anything to make me sad because these aren't my life choices. This, this is this person's life choice. But it, it bothered me because I felt like my word isn't getting out there enough yet. And it, it's just, it's something I always stand against, mainly because that's what I lived through my whole life was really just, you know, depending on other people and being codependent and never being able to accept being alone. And it, I, I tried my best to convince this person that it's okay to be alone. And that was a blessing too. It was, it was a blessing for me to be able to get my word out there physically to somebody face to face, tell them how I really feel and tell them what they can do to really become um, self independent and just really self-aware with um, themselves and what they want and how to accept themselves for who they are and what they're going to have in the future. Because, you know, you can't live with your parents forever. You can't, you know, live with your roommates forever. You know, everybody has their own lives. Everybody builds their own way. And I, I feel like when we're alone, we, that's when we gain our self-confidence, like I had stated in one of my episodes. Our, that's where our confidence comes from. And that's where we start to believe in everything that's good. Um, you know, I mean, at first, like I always said before, you know, like in my other episodes where when you're alone, you know, you, you get worse. And then in order to get better, you need to be worse. And in this person's case, I don't think they were ready for that. I don't think they were ready to be alone. And I don't think they're ready to get worse for themselves so that way they could see a better outcome. And again, that makes me sad because it's, you know, a lot of people don't realize that, but it's such an easy fix in the sense that if you go and do it and you really just put your, your foot down, you know, put like I said, put your nose to the grindstone and really just focus on what it's going to be that makes you happy and what it is that you truly want in life, you know, then everything else just comes with it. And I, I think a lot of people don't really understand that. Now, I think in this person's particular case, they wanted a relationship. So they said, they, they told me that they wanted a relationship eventually, and they were just tired of having fun. And I say, that's great. You know, I think, I think if somebody wants to be with somebody else and have a significant other and be in a relationship, I think that's wonderful. But I feel like in this person's case, they were looking for it. And that's where, they, that's where this person went wrong. They shouldn't be looking for a relationship. They should let it come to them. I, I firmly believe that if a relationship works better when it just comes to you. You can have 
friends. You can have a, you know, a lot of people that you're acquainted, acquainted with. But if that person wants to be with you and you, know, you find an attraction to them, you, know, you guys have a great connection, I think that's when your relationship can start to build and that's when you can actually build a relationship with that person. You know, you can't just go out there looking for it and say, oh, I'm looking for love or I'm looking for this. And you can be on dating apps and, you know, say, oh, I'm looking for love or I'm not here to hook up. I'm looking for something serious. That's all fine and good. But I guarantee you the people that see your at your dating app or see that you like, you know, you're there for a relationship. They're probably going to run the other way, to be honest. I really think so. And, and it goes for both men and women. I think it's that people are going to run the other way because they're going to see that you're so attached to wanting something and so, like, so wanting something so bad that you're, you know, you're relying on somebody else to have, like, something serious, which is, again, we all, as part of our human, you know, nature to want to be with somebody and be married and have kids and all that. But when somebody is so, you know, makes it a point to say that they want a relationship and they want to be out there, it's, I'm not saying that it's a bad thing to go looking for it in a sense that like that's a, what you're eventually looking for. But if you're talking to somebody to just hope in hopes that that person wants to be in a relationship too, I, in my personal experience and from what I'm seeing and what I have seen in, in my lifetime, it never works out that way. Now, nothing ever good comes of it. Yeah, it could be good for a while. You know, everybody has the honeymoon stage and all that. But it, that wears off very fast. And I'm sure a lot of you that are listening to this podcast un- completely understand what I'm talking about. Yeah, you might have phases here and there where you're like, oh, we're back in the honeymoon phase. You know, this, is, this feels great. This is amazing. We're back to our normal selves. But then it'll go back right to the way it used to be or to the way it was. And, you know, you guys are just kind of, you know, it's a mediocre relationship. You kind of just, you know, going through the motions. You're, you're just seeing each other because that's, you know, that's what you're used to. I've seen it, been through it, and I'm telling you it happens all the time. And that's why I felt bad for this person because she was so, or the, she was so like wanting to go into a relationship and tired of having their fun. And that's, I mean, again, that's, that's this person's personal choice. But again, you know, you can't really control what the person wants. But I, I hope that she is listening to my podcast. And I hope, I hope a lot of people are listening to my podcast because. I'm speaking the truth in that sense that you need to accept yourself first before you can go out there and look for something like that. And you also need to get worse to get better. And I feel like a lot of people understand that without me having to say it. I mean, a lot of you go to therapy. A lot of you go to therapy for different reasons. And you know what exactly what I mean when I say when you're your first day or your first week there, you know, you're, you're finally getting everything off your chest and realizing how sad you've been and, and you know all the bad things that have gone on in your life to make you feel miserable getting that off your chest really puts you down and if you haven't been to therapy <clears throat> that's exactly what happens excuse me and uh it, it sucks you know it eats you up alive a little eats you alive a little bit and um you know when you get home you're kind of like oh my god i feel so terrible i feel worse like this is such a bad idea to go to therapy but the more and more you go, the more and more you realize your problems and the things that you are not okay with in your life become more acceptable. And you, you, you realize that you are this person and you realize that you have these issues and you're trying to overcome them. And then the more and more you talk about it, the more and more you're able to figure things out. I was, I've been in therapy since August of 2019. And at first I felt terrible. I felt 
really bad because I, I had no direction. I didn't know what I was going to do. Some days I'd go in there, you know, I'd be happy as can be. Like, un, like I'm like, oh, I finally have a direction in my life. I know what I'm doing, blah, blah. And then one thing would happen with this or one thing would happen with that. And then I'd be back to down to being depressed again. And then they would just feeling like I'm in a pit again. So, I mean, like you, at therapy, you're your life is going to have its ups and downs. Like your, your sessions are going to go up and down. But as the time goes on, I've been going to, I've been going to therapy for about a year now. And while I've had my downs, I'm more than down now than I had been this time last year, because this time last year, <laughs> my God, I couldn't even tell you my left from my right. I was so clogged up. My mind was so fogged from everything that was going on. It was impossible for me to even think straight. Never mind even go to therapy and get things off my chest and feel happy about myself. So you gradually just start to feel better when you're in therapy. And, and I think a lot of people who say that you know they don't need therapy because they don't think anything's wrong with them, that's all fine and good. But if you want to go and talk to somebody just to get things off your chest, go to therapy if you can afford it. Because it's, gonna, it's really going to make you focus. It's really going to clear your mind. Just getting things off your chest to somebody who's not going to put your information out there and you can feel safe with. So going back to my point about being alone is, you know, when you go and do it, yes, it's very scary. Yes, it's very, it's very overwhelming, especially if you've been with somebody. Like I had my siblings my whole life. I've had close friends, family members, you name it. I always lived with somebody. And when I went and did it, it was something I always wanted to do my whole life. But when I actually put myself through it, I realized that I might not be able to do it. I took a step back and I said, okay, I'm, I've been here for two months. I feel weird. Like, I feel lost. Like, I feel lonely. There's nobody here for me. You know, and, it's got, and that got me into situations with friends and, and relationships where I, was, I felt like I was being toxic because I was latching onto this person or latching onto that person just so that way I felt safe in my own skin. And that was when I realized that you know, after my times of therapy, when I realized I was starting to be this, this toxic person, that I needed to really step away. And, you know, again, I had to feel worse to get better. And during that time, you know, after the next few months had passed, and I had really been on my own and really took this challenge to be on my own and to accept myself for who I am. I'll tell you, I'll be honest with you guys, you know, it, it put me in the worst position of my life. But when I took the proper steps to take, when I took the proper steps to get to the point where I need to be and to realize what it is I'm going to do with my life and figure things out for myself and all that, that's when I started to feel better. And it feels fantastic when you're able to figure it out on your own. You can accomplish something on your own and do things on your own. You feel like a better person for it. You feel like you have more power, more control of your life, and you completely understand life in general when everything else that comes with it when you're on your own and that's why i'm always preaching for everybody to to go out there and just do things alone you know go out there take a trip alone you know go live on your own you know even even if you're say you live alone like for example i live alone but now i have a pet you know she keeps me company but it's not the same thing i can't talk to her without feeling like i'm having a conversation with a ghost because i know she's not going to reply but you know the point is, is i have somebody here you know, with me and or something here with me that gives me joy and gives me brings me happiness. But at the same time, like I, I, you know, she's here, but I'm I'm really still alone because I'm in my own thoughts. I can't talk to the cat, and she's not gonna fix my problems. So you know, it's it's one of those things where you know I need to 
I've needed to really just figure out who I am all by myself. And, and sometimes even if you, I know it's going to sound funny, but like you can even end up talking to yourself while you're home. I do. I'll be the first to admit it. When I take a shower, that's where my thoughts are. <laughs> I think the most when I'm in the shower, I talk to myself when I'm in the shower. I talk to myself out of situations. I tell myself, you know, things that, you know, are, everything's going to be okay. I tell myself that, you know, you know, I'm going to be better in this situation and that situation. Why this is that and why that's this. You know, it, it's weird, but it, it almost helps in a way. And especially when you live alone, it, it's something that kind of makes you feel better. Uh, it kind of makes you feel like you're not alone as much. And again, I know that sounds weird, but if you, you know, talk to yourself and you, know, you don't want to admit it, then you don't have to. That's fine. But, you know, if you if you talk to yourself and you say, hey, like, oh, like this this happened today at work. You know, maybe next time I can do this to avoid it. I learned this today. And, you know, you can just fix it. And you, you, you talk to yourself. You get it off your chest to yourself. And, you, you know, you all, again, you almost feel better in a sense. And that, that's kind of the beauty of living alone is that you get to really be in your own head and figure out what you want and, and figure out what you can do for, that's better for yourself. Now there was times where you can feel worse, like I did. That really sucks. Nobody ever wants to feel worse, but there are going to be times where you're living alone. Your your you know, your anxiety is going to start to build up, and you could even have an anxiety attack. You know, you're even worse, a panic attack, or you know, you just feel like you know you're lost. Like you know, you just don't know what you're going to do. But I think if you're able to challenge yourself, you're able to put yourself out there, and actually able to afford living alone, and you make a good living, you know, and and you really want to take that next step to possibly being in a relationship or possibly having a future with somebody, you need to take care of yourself first mentally and physically and financially, especially for those of you who don't have good jobs or you don't have enough money to you know, have, make enough income to be on your own. You know, that's, that's something you need to take care of first because I promise you your relationship and everything that you want will not work out and like the way you hope it would, you know, going into it, obviously, like I said, like you have the honeymoon stage and that's great. But in order to stay in that honeymoon stage or in order to at least feel like you could stay in that stage, you have to be okay with everything on your own. You have to be happy with yourself. You have to be okay with being alone and you have to accept who you are as a person. And you also have to understand that people are going to make their choices, just like I'm always telling you guys. People are going to make their own choices, whether they like, whether you like it or not. They're going to make the choices that they make. Hell, you can be in a relationship. If somebody cheats on you, that's not your fault. It's that person's fault. That person made a decision to cheat, not you. You know, I mean, maybe there's something that's missing from your relationship. That's why they cheated. Maybe that's why, you know, things happen. Or maybe there's just that, that emptiness that that person's feeling and they're, you know, they're, instead of talking it out with you or instead of you guys fighting all the time, they go out and look for it somewhere else. They go out and look for that happiness somewhere else because they're tired of the arguments. They're tired of the not getting the attention or whatever the case may be for why they cheated. You know, that's, that's that person's uh, choice. You know, they're, they're gonna, like I said, they're going to do it. If they're going to do it, that's up to them. And you can't let that defeat you if you're in a relationship or you're married. They're going to cheat on you that's them. You, you're going to be hurt. I understand. I, you know, it's, it's a thing. It happens. You know, people are, get cheated on and people get hurt from that kind of stuff. And it, it happens. But again, just know that it's not you. It's not the, the person who's being cheated on. It's not your fault. Because it's something that the person who decided to cheat 
felt that they were missing from their life, whether it was because they never got it, they never got it from you, they never got it from their past, they never got it, think that they never think that they're going to get it in the future. That is totally on them, and it's not you. And I firmly believe that that's why things don't work out, especially in relationships, because people are so codependent and people don't really understand what they truly want and they don't go out and get it. And they're not patient enough. By being alone, you get patience. By figuring things out on your own, you get patience. I had patience my whole life. 27 years, I never realized. I never figured out what I wanted to do. Truly had a passion for. Until I had all this patience to and the courage to put my story out there, make this book for you guys. It's coming out soon. Do this podcast for you guys to hear my voice and hear my opinions and hear my challenges for you guys to help make yourself be better and help motivate you to get to that point to where you want to be. took me 27 years. Some people, it even takes longer. But you know what? Those people that took longer probably never were alone. Those people probably never stood alone a day in their life. Because they were so codependent on having somebody there with them to help make their choices for them or make it together with somebody else to go do something that doesn't require them being alone. And I mean, I'm, a, I'm a, uh, the oldest of three. You know, I've, like I said, I've always had a sibling. I've always had somebody there with me all the time. And not, as much as I love my siblings together, uh, all, you know, as much as I love my family, I love, as much as I love everybody they ever lived with or, you know, ever have in my life, you know, I, I needed to take a step back from them in order to get to this point because, I, again, I needed to be alone to figure out what and who I really am and what I'm going to do. And that's why I want you guys to be alone because a lot of you guys have family members. You guys, a lot of you guys have siblings that you live with. And that's part of life. It's great. Uh, you know, I'll never say that you should not live with somebody. You know what I mean? Because we need that human interaction. But if you are living with somebody and you, know, you really want to figure yourself out, you need to take the time to yourself to just really be alone. If you live with somebody, go out, go to the park, take a walk. Go to the gym by yourself. Go to the mall by yourself. You know, take a trip. Go to a, go to cross country. Go across the, the go over the border. Go overseas and go into Europe or somewhere. Go by yourself. These are life experiences that really help find who you are. And again, I, I don't want to make it sound like I'm a dating coach, but I f- I firmly believe for somebody like me, I firmly believe if you're able to find out who you are and figure out who you are. And the other person that you're trying to be with really knows who they are and they're accepting of you for you and you're accepting of you for yourself. Then you guys can build and have that fantastic relationship and always be together forever like we all want. Because at the end of the day, we all know we want to be together. We all know we want a relationship. We all know we want to be married to somebody. That's that's how we are as humans. is how we click. But it all starts with us first. It all starts with being able to be alone and being able to accept the fact that we can be alone, be in our own thoughts, and know that we can have a positive outcome for it and have that positive mindset like I want you guys to always have. Now, with that being said, that concludes this episode. I hope you guys had a great Monday. I hope you guys had a fantastic weekend, like I said earlier. That's just the start of another beautiful week, and I hope to talk to you guys soon. I'll be back with another episode tomorrow, and I hope you guys have a great night, and I hope you all are staying blessed like always. Have a great night. Say I love you to the people that you love, and you guys take care.